CBHDD is reminding people that the Georgia Crisis and Access Line can help those worried about opioid and stimulant misuse. The toll-free number is online and is active 24-7. More information at opioidresponse.info. From Georgia Public Broadcasting, this is On Second Thought. I'm Virginia Prescott. Political strategist and author Goldie Taylor knows Georgia politics, warts and all. Her most recent novel, Paper Gods, is a political thriller set in Atlanta's halls of power. She stopped by On Second Thought with her picks for our Southern Reading List series of books that both define and reflect the South. I don't know what particular order I would take these in, and so maybe I will go from the first that I read to the last. My name is Goldie Taylor. And I'm the author of Paper Gods. I'm also a Southern writer. And what a joy it is to say those words together. I don't know that I had ever truly imagined being able to take on that moniker for myself. But as a Southern writer, of course, I have got a a list of other Southern writers to which I, you know have a, a soft spot for, a heart for, a soul for, and sometimes even a craving for. One of my favorite voices, literary voices, and it doesn't matter if he is writing narrative fiction or if he is, you know, putting on uh, a review in the New York Times, the voice of Rick Bragg is so compelling, so clear, resonates so deeply with his audiences. And I think no matter where they're from, that stories that come from Rick Bragg, in particular, my favorite was Ava's Man. He's writing the biography of his own family in book after book, The Prince of Frogtown was another. But Rick Bragg's voice, his resonance, his gift of storytelling, um, really does lend itself to a full body of work that I just hope continues to grow and grow. And so Rick Bragg is not only one of those authors that fell in love with, you know, early uh, on in my career, but that even to this day, I crave a Rick Bragg in my life. I crave his characters. I crave his plot points and his uh, and how his stories truly come together. You know, there would be no conversation about fiction, about writing, about living and loving in the South if I didn't include Jocelyn Jackson gods in Alabama today. It's a classic read. From the very first line in the book, you know, there are gods in Alabama. It takes you from uh, that to the kicker at every, at the end of every chapter. And, (laughs) you know, Jocelyn Jackson is the sort of master of the double entendre. What kinds of gods are we talking about? Uh, certainly in the book, it, it, it turns out to be the patriarchal system and how they treat uh, sports stars and other things, uh, high school sports, college sports, that kind of thing. But Jocelyn Jackson really is talking about a number of different kinds of gods. And I think that her use of the word God in all of its many manifestations probably informed the title of my book, Paper Gods. Uh, I read Jocelyn's book you know, more than a decade ago and read it again and read it again. I think I have two copies of her book, in my, of this book in my house, uh, which is a strange thing, really indeed, that I liked it so much, I picked up a second copy. And both, by the way, are signed, and so I'm really excited about that. Jocelyn has a very unique way 
of coming into our lives with story in a way that really is reflective of how we live together as a people, how we connect along gender and racial lines that I have not seen a lot of that she captures us in such an authentic way that you can see parts of yourself jump off the page at you. If you're anything like me, you'll be up all night until you read it the first time and you'll read it again and again. You know, along your literary travels that you sort of discover everybody early or sort of, you know, midway through life. But, you know, I am, I'm, <laughs> I can say this out loud now with some pride, I'm 50 years old and enjoying most days of it, I must say. But I rarely think about, unfortunately, finding new things. I am thinking about how to keep life moving along from day to day, chasing grandchildren, enjoying them, I have stumbled upon, or well, was thrust upon me, Tayari Jones. Tayari Jones came out with an American marriage last year. And when I tell you that I picked it up because, you know, maybe there was a lot of fanfare, a lot of buzz about the book, and much like a Jocelyn Jackson, she took me from her very first words. She talks about contemporary issues in a way without having to name them. So she does all of the showing and none of the telling. And you come away with exactly what she intended. One of the major things is, you know, the mass incarceration of African-American men and boys and the way that it is illustrated in an American marriage, the way that she tests the bounds of friendship, of familial love, is something that I think I have never encountered uh, in my literary life. Tayari took us on an odyssey between sort of here in Atlanta where, you know, the Rue, the family lived, you know, and then further across the South. And she, so she took us on this sort of junket across the South. And by the time she brought us back to Atlanta, by the time she and her characters land in a front yard and things erupt, you know, without giving you know, the story away, you are so enthralled, so enraptured with her voice, with her sense of place and character that you too are standing in that yard with them. You too are embroiled in, you know, the emotional upheaval. You too now have some skin in the game. And I think that's the mark of great writers in general. I think that is the mark of great storytelling, is when your reader knows that they've got skin in the game. And that's what keeps us from putting down a Jocelyn Jackson. That's what keeps us coming back to a Rick Bragg. That's what made me fall in love with Tyari Jones. And so those are my three books from Southern writers. Rick Bragg's Ava's Man, Jocelyn Jackson's Gods in Alabama, and Tayara Jones' An American Marriage. That was political strategist and author Goldie Taylor. 
As it happens, we've covered all of her picks on the show. And you can visit our website, gpbnews.org, to hear their stories. If you have any suggestions for our Southern reading list, let us know in our Facebook group, GPB Radio's On Second Thought.